The Reproductive Science Center of New Jersey is a leading provider of advanced reproductive technologies, sharing its knowledge with you. It's time for Fertility Talk with RSCNJ. Here's Melanie Cole. In most pregnancies, the fertilized egg travels through the fallopian tube to the womb, and if the movement of the eggs is blocked for some reason or slowed through the tubes, it can lead to an ectopic pregnancy. My guest today is Dr. Alan Martinez. He's a specialist in reproductive endocrinology and infertility at the Reproductive Science Center of New Jersey. Welcome to the show, Dr. Martinez. What is an ectopic pregnancy? Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, so an ectopic pregnancy, as you alluded to in your intro, is um, a pregnancy that is located outside of the cavity of the uterus, um, where a woman would normally carry a baby to full term. So it can actually be any location outside of the uterus. So commonly, it is in the fallopian tubes. Uh, it can also be at the end of the fallopian tube. It can be outside in the actual uh, pelvic cavity. It can be on the ovary. It can be in the abdomen. And so it's any pregnancy that is, that is a located outside of the cavity itself. Who is at risk for ectopic pregnancy? So the ectopic pregnancy um, patients that are the most at risk are those with um, fallopian tubes that are not functioning properly. They've been damaged maybe through a previous undiagnosed pelvic infection or previous treated pelvic infection. Um, there are some sexually transmitted infections that characteristically damage the fallopian tubes. And those that have prior infections and or possible procedures, uh, surgeries or scarring, any sort of damage to the fallopian tubes, those are the patients that are at the highest risk of having uh, ectopic pregnancies. So are there some symptoms, Dr. Martinez, something that would signal to a woman that's just recently become pregnant that this is what's going on? Yes. Uh, oftentimes, in, uh, the ectopic pregnancies are diagnosed early during the pregnancy, and that would be either when a person has, uh, shortly after they've missed a period, or possibly um, they could have uh, abnormal bleeding, so vaginal bleeding can be a sign. And um, in some situations, they can actually have uh, a pelvic pain, so either the left or the right side near the ovaries or the fallopian tubes, the patient may start to have some uh, cramping or pains, and that could be a signal that there is a pregnancy located within the fallopian tube itself. Is this very dangerous, and can a woman maintain a pregnancy that's ectopic? So it's not recommended to um, allow the pregnancy to continue that is ectopic uh, because it just is not a safe environment. Um, so ectopic pregnancies have the potential um, to bleed, to rupture uh, out of the fallopian tube most commonly, and it can create a situation where a patient may have a large amount of bleeding within the fallopian tube and the abdomen. That can lead to a surgical emergency. It can lead to nausea, vomiting, fevers, chills. And um, at, at that point, it becomes a, an emergency. And then we have to take out the um, pregnancy tissue and uh, repair any sort of bleeding that's occurring. So it's not recommended to continue an ectopic pregnancy. Um, with that being said, in some uh, um, uh, developing countries, occasionally patients will actually present with an advanced ectopic pregnancy or an abdominal uh, pregnancy and um, later on in gestation. But overall, in, especially in women in the United States that are receiving early prenatal care, um, it usually dis is discovered either through blood work 
um, and the levels not rising appropriately of the pregnancy hormone and or ultrasound showing that there's a lack of a pregnancy in the uterus, that these are diagnosed early enough to where they can be addressed and we can avoid the emergency situation. So then what do you do to treat it? And you mentioned surgery a little bit. What does this involve now for the woman? So in an ectopic pregnancy, depending upon um, the level of the hormones, if, if the pregnancy hormone, the HCG, is of a lower level, if the pregnancy that is located most commonly within the tube is of a, a certain size and a lack of a heartbeat and those kind of signs, then the patient may actually be a candidate for medical therapy over surgical therapy. There are medications out there. Uh, methotrexate is a medication that stops any, um, any dividing cells, and it can help counteract the growth of the pregnancy, um, and sometimes patients can be managed medically. In other cases, um, depending if there's bleeding, if the patient is symptomatic or the hormone levels are high or the size of the ectopic is larger, then surgical intervention would be needed. And in most cases, we do a minimal surgery called a laparoscopy, which is small incision um, in the belly button and maybe a couple places in the abdominal, um, uh, in the abdominal cavity and we can take out the um, ectopic pregnancy. In some cases, the tube can be salvaged if it's not damaged, um, but in, in other cases, it, is, it may be recommended that the fallopian tube be removed so as not to put the patient at risk for another ectopic pregnancy in the future. And that was going to be my next question. If you have had ectopic pregnancy, are you then at risk for if you try and get pregnant again, for that to happen again, is pregnancy possible after surgery as well? So it is possible depending upon the the situation. A woman has two fallopian tubes. So in general, there's just one ectopic at a time. Uh, If the, if one, uh, if the, if the tube, fallopian tube that's affected with the ectopic, if it is damaged, it's recommended to either remove the tube or to block the tube so that no pregnancy can potentially happen in that tube again. With that being said, if the other tube remains open and it's of a normal contour, normal shape, and it's not diseased, it's a healthy tube, then the patient can potentially get pregnant from that tube. Um, in some cases, if there's tubal damage to both of the tubes um, through a prior infection, then both of the tubes may be recommended to be removed, at which time that would involve assisted uh, reproductive techniques, specifically in vitro fertilization, which bypasses the tubes and allows a physician such as myself to go and get the eggs from the ovaries and, and uh, not utilize the tubes to get pregnant. So in in vitro fertilization, you avoid the tubes altogether, so ectopic pregnancy is pretty low risk when you're doing IVF. It Yes, IVF does um, bypass the tubes, and it allows us to um, not rely on the tubes but to place an embryo in directly into the uterus. Um, and, and so in most cases, women that do have uh, damaged fallopian tubes, uh, both of them, then it may be recommended that they undergo IVF as their preferred route to conceive. Such interesting information, Dr. Martinez. So wrap it up for us a little bit about ectopic pregnancy. What you tell women that either have discovered that this is going on or are at risk for ectopic pregnancy, what do you tell them and why should they come to the Reproductive Science Center of New Jersey for their care? 
So, first of all, if uh, a woman misses her period and she suspects that she's pregnant, you take an at-home pregnancy test and it's positive, then my recommendation is to make sure that you proceed with establishing care with a obstetrician-gynecologist at your earliest convenience uh, because there are a couple tests, either laboratory testing and or ultrasound testing, which will confirm the location of that pregnancy, which will allow you to identify a potential ectopic pregnancy early on. If there is an ectopic pregnancy, you may have symptoms, bleeding, pain. You want to be very aware of those things and also contact your doctor if you think you might be at risk of being pregnant because early intervention will keep you the most healthy. And uh, from the point of our practice, the Reproductive Science Center of New Jersey, um, we uh, specialize in uh, infertility and uh, all women's health surrounding reproduction and infertility. Um, we uh, specialize in uh, early pregnancy loss, and we uh, try to provide an environment that is both supportive and personalized and to help out our patients in the most comfortable setting and to take care of them as we would take care of a member of our family. Thank you so much, Dr. Martinez, for being with us today. You're listening to Fertility Talk with the Reproductive Science Center of New Jersey. And for more information, you can go to fertilitynj.com. That's fertilitynj.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.